Hey, Oil Country, this is Taylor Hall. Hey, this is Connor McDavid. Double team, got it back, score! What a beautiful move! And welcome back, Connor! This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I'm Leon Dreisel. This is Jordan Eberle from your Edmonton Oilers. McDavid feeds Eberle for the hat trick, he's got it! This, this is Oil Country. Willard Myers, what a save by Cam Talbot! He got him with a left pass! And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where oil country shops for printers and office equipment. Service is their business. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Ched. Rammed on net by Roman Pollock and a save made by Talbot. And the puck whipped up the right-hand side for Pugliotti. Finds McDavid. He's in. Wrist shot score. Edmonton takes the one nothing lead. As it's punched ahead, and Komarov's got a breakaway to the net. Free shot denied. Blocker save made by Talbot. And we mentioned Komarov's recent struggles, and that time Talbot ate him up, trying to bother Hunwick into a turnover, and ultimately did. Here's Everly from Pouliot. Wrap around, and that went off post to post, I believe. Everly shoots and scores. He got it back, stayed with it, and ultimately buried the go-ahead goal. Over to McDavid, right circle. Back to the point for Andre Segre. 45 seconds left on the Max power play. McDavid back door. Wrist shot score. Jordan Everly's got two. Sublime feed for McDavid. And Edmonton extends to a 3-1 lead. Everly, 17 on the season. Julian to McDavid. Wrist shot score. 4-2 Edmonton. Connor McDavid. A four-point night on home ice. The Oilers lead by a deuce. McDavid's got two. Look like they're going to win it. Pulley off of the clear to center ice. Net is empty. McDavid feeds Everly for the hat trick. He's got it. A backhander's in. And the Edmonton Oilers win it 5-2. McDavid feeds Jordan Everly for his first career NHL hattie. And the Oilers will beat the Leafs. Number 97, Connor. That's how you open a show. Welcome, everybody. This is Oilers Now, Requiem for a Dream. Bob Stoffer with you. The Oilers landed the dream, and we're starting to see it in spurts come to fruition. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex, Canada's largest Canada dealership, where their main goal is to save you time and money in providing true Alberta service. Check them out at digitex.ca. Digitex now has a massive supplies division where you can find paper and supplies for all brands of office equipment. The Edmonton Oilers last night, an absolutely subpar performance through one period. They got it going. One line was on fire. And once again, the talk of the hockey world, not surprisingly, won Connor McDavid. Coming up on today's edition of Oilers Now, we'll hear comments from Todd McClellan. He wasn't happy with his team. He was happy with his line that combined for 13 points. Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Rob Brown, who played with two of the greatest players in the history of the game, Mario Lemieux and Yarmir Jagger. And uh, we'll talk to Rob Brown about elite players and the difference that they can make. And I think we've seen it here last couple home games at Rexall Place. And the captain of the Edmonton Oil Kings, the New Jersey Devils draft choice, and pound for pound, maybe the toughest man in the Western Hockey League right now, the Oil Kings, two home games this weekend. Tomorrow, we got a double header here at Rexall Place as uh, the Oil Kings take on the Lethbridge Hurricanes tomorrow. The Winnipeg Jets are here tomorrow night as well. And then on... Uh, 
Monday, the Edmonton Oil Kings uh, get Bob Torrey's Tri-City Americans on Edgar's Calda Bobblehead Day. And it's a 2 o'clock putt drop for that game. Here's how you get hold of us. You email us at Oilers now at 630chat.com. Presented by Homes Miami. You can text us at 630-630. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan at Brendan Ulrich. And for podcasts, go to the 630chat.com slash podcasts. In a word, wow. Brendan, you were here last night. Uh, it was, uh, you know, there's a lot of Toronto Maple Leaf fans. The Oilers have had their challenges. That was not a great Maple Leafs team. Uh, people can say, well, you know, they, they beat the uh, Toronto Marlies. Whatever. This is still the NHL. The Oilers were outplayed. Toronto worked hard. Babcock had his guys going. They battled. They competed. Where I, I happened to hit a couple of different establishments. Uh Last night, uh, I, I can tell you that I, I went down and saw a guy that played for Mike Babcock, starred for him at Red Deer College, Dan Baker, and he wasn't talking about Babs last night over at Pub 1905. He was talking about Connor McDavid and the, the boys that were hanging around at the table, good guys, Mike and Mark and those guys. I mean, they're Jack. People are stoked right now for uh, Connor McDavid. You, you told me an interesting story during the game right before the 4-2 goal. Well, first, he was phenomenal last night, Bob, and uh, I think he fed off the crowd a bit before he scored that second goal. Uh, I know you have your uh, noise-canceling headphones on when you're doing the broadcast, so you can't really hear, uh, but the crowd was going nuts. It was, go Oilers, go, or let's go Oilers, rather, than go Leafs, go. The back-and-forth chant was going. The crowd was really into it at that moment. It was late in the third period. McDavid picked up the puck at center. Uh, I thought he was going to walk in and score there. I think he lost the puck or something, and it worked its way around to Pouliot, who found him in the slot, and he scored. And uh, it seemed like he just fed off the energy in the building at that moment. And it was at that moment, it was awesome to see. And the, the wrist shot to score that goal was uh, was special too, because we've seen him deke so many times in all these goals he scores. It was nice to see him score with a top corner wrist shot like that. Well, he can shoot the puck. That's the irony of the situation. I mean, and, and he, you know, Jack Eichel. I think that was, if I recall correctly, when Craig Button from TSN did his rankings last year, he said that was the one area that Eichel had um, McDavid on was the shot. But he said, you know, wait a sec here. McDavid's got a Joe Sackick type wrist shot. Uh, you know, he's he can he can shoot the pill. Uh, people are just, you know, you, you got to be excited if you're an Oilers fan. Now the team's got to play a lot better. They did not play well. Uh, they got to create and generate some offense. There, there's some other guys that are really struggling right now. They needed Cam Talbot against not a very good Toronto Maple Leafs team in the first period. Several other teams against the league, Edmonton might have been down 4-1. Would have been a completely different hockey game. Oilers must be better. Here's Todd McClellan on the bad first period. Well, certainly uh, that was the case in the first period. Um, you sometimes have a little bit of uh, a pause in your game when you come home from a, a road trip. Uh, particularly the, the one that we got home on, but uh, I can tell you that wasn't the reason for it. We just flat out got out worked and out competed and uh, out everything in the first period. So that was very uh, disappointing again. I give them some credit because they uh, they responded in the second and third. But um, without Cam's goaltending and, and one line's performance tonight, we don't win that game. Todd McClellan is the head coach of the uh, Edmonton Oilers. And uh, uh, McClellan had this to say on that one line that was going, Connor McDavid and the rest of the line. You know, what do you say? It, it's, it, well, I sure hope so. But uh, his performance did all the speaking. Uh, you know, I can, 
uh, I, you turn into a fan as a coach and as a player, and you just admire what he and his line mates did. Uh, uh, that's as well as Jordan's played all year, I think, all over the rink and along the boards and in the paint, and Connor and Benoit Pouliot. Um, the three of them had a tremendous night, and uh, thank goodness because we didn't have many others going. Yeah, that's uh, Oilers head coach Todd McClellan. You become a fan as a coach and a player. Uh, McClellan had an interesting comment on Connor McDavid passing up the hat trick, which I think. Well, Bob, didn't you say during the broadcast you called it? Yeah, but that's that's who he is. He's that guy. And Louis DeBrusque, you know, texts me, goes, I was thinking the same thing, Bob, when he heard the call. And, you know, it's he's just that kid. But here's Todd McClellan on McDavid passing up the hat trick. Yeah, I don't know if he was aware that, that Jordan, I wasn't aware. I would have guessed Jordan's had more than one or two of them based on uh, on how he scored in the past. But I wasn't aware of it unless they talked about it on the bench. But I did know that Connor hadn't had one yet. So uh, the fact that he moved the puck up to uh, to Jordan shows that he's a very unselfish player as well. And, um, you know, I wonder what he would have done with a one goal lead. I bet he would have shot it because his hockey sense knows that he wouldn't waste a pass in that situation. He's just special. He's just special. Um, again, they beat not a very good team. They were horrible in the first period. They had one line going. The Oilers are going to need more players on board and making it happen. Todd McClellan had this to say. He uh, pulled Taylor Hall off the line with Leon Dreisaitl and Teddy Purcell, and it, that remained the same way today at practice. The Oilers got off the ice at 11.50 today. Uh, Taylor Hall was with Mark Latestu and Zach Cassian. And the orders had Packer Rennan with Dreisaitl, who's hit a little bit of a rough patch here, and Teddy Purcell. Here's Todd McClellan on switching up uh, Hall and Leon. Leon Taylor and Teddy aren't getting anything done right now, so uh, I've given them every opportunity to try and uh, to play through it. And offensively, nothing's really happening for them. They don't they don't have the puck very much, and defensively, they're they're starting to. Uh, uh, diminish a little bit. So we're looking to stir things up, looking for workers and skaters together, shooters. Um, will we continue? We'll see what we go and practice tomorrow after I watch the game again. But uh, we need their performance level to step up significantly. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, and so we'll see how long. I mean, I'd personally be very interested to see the Edmonton Oilers try out Zach Cassian on the wing with Leon Dreisaitl and Taylor Hall. But uh, that is not what the orders are going to roll with. Uh, to start, it'll be Latestu between Cassian and Hall to uh, start tomorrow's game. Connor McDavid had this to say on uh, setting up the uh, hat-trick uh, goal uh, for Jordan Everly. No, I, it was more of just a, a play that happened naturally. Um, you know, it was kind of a tough shot for me being over there to, to get that on net. And, you know, he did a good job of getting by his guy. So I um, just tried to put one out there for him. And, you know, he did a good job of uh, putting it away. Benoit Pouliot's now up to 32 points on the season. He had four assists last night, his first four-point game in his career. Jordan Everly, his first hat-trick in his NHL career. McDavid, his first five-point game. I know Jason Greger tweeted out today saying that uh, he, he had Elias look into it. Wayne Gretzky had 79 five-point games as an Oiler. Completely different time. We, we, we've got to say that. Like, if you factored in scoring today versus scoring back in the mid-'80s, you know, it's basically two-thirds, I think, would probably rough estimate. But anyhow, here's Pouliot on McDavid playing on uh, his and, – and on Connor McDavid and playing on his line. Uh, three, four months, and then coming back like that is uh, – it's awesome. Good for him. Happy for him, and it's uh, – I'm just – 
happy to be a part of it than being on the same line as uh, um, as unreal. So I can't complain, and things have been uh, things have been going pretty well. Uh, that's uh, Benoit Pouliot. So the Oilers get the uh, Winnipeg Jets tomorrow, and the Jets. Uh, they take some penalties. By the way, the Oilers got five on three time last night. They had 58 seconds to work with. That's the longest stretch. Uh, they'd only had eight seconds of five on three all year, which some might say is a sign they haven't worked hard enough uh, to crash the crease. But there was a little bit more resiliency last night. I mean, Everly missed two stone-cold looks on the uh, five on three as well. I wasn't sure he was going to get the hat trick. Special thanks to Dean Vince from uh, Chorus Imaging for putting together that opening for us. Uh, I'm having a little bit of an issue trying to open up our text message system at 6.30, 6.30, but I will get to your thoughts. I do want to mention you're listening to Oilers Now. It's presented by ATP Financial in part by. And uh, minor hockey season is almost over, but there's still time to salute your rink's home ice hero. Watch a video of the latest winner and nominate your own hero at atb.com backslash home ice. The Oilers get Winnipeg uh, coming up Tomorrow night game on uh, 6.30, Chad, beginning at uh, 6.30 at the pregame, 8 o'clock puck drop. We'll see. Uh, I mean, Cam Talbot's going to start. I think we know that. Uh, lots to work on for the Oilers. They're going to need to be better against the Jets than they were against the Leafs. There's no mistake about that. We'll get to a couple texts and NHL today when we return in Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 6.30, Chad. It is 12:22 in Edmonton. Welcome back, Oilers. Now, Bob Stoffer, Rexall Place. The Edmonton Oilers, the Winnipeg Jets. Tomorrow, the Oilers off the heels of a 13-point performance from McDavid, Eberle, and Benoit Pouliot. They have 32 points in six games since returning from the uh, All-Star break. The Oilers are three and three. Connor McDavid's returned to the lineup. He has 12 points in six games. It's ridiculous. You can text us at 630-630, tweet us at orders. Now, I'm going to queue uh, Brendan up for some texts momentarily, but not before I tell you the best pizza in the city is still making a great Royal Pizza. Multiple locations in Edmonton serve you, including Royal Pizza, 45-plus years for Royal Pizza. The Stoffer recommendation at Royal Pizza, the Mediterranean chicken. Absolutely. And a brand-new spot out in Ellerslie, and Royal Pizza does catering as well. Visit royalpizza.ca for more information. Brendan, before we get to NHL today, let's bang off a couple texts here. Well, first of all, people are really excited about what Dean Vince was able to put together there, there Bob, and they want to know if uh, it will be available uh, online. Yes, I'll get it up here as soon as I can. Um, so if you missed it or want to listen to it again, we'll, we'll have it up uh, on the Oilers Now page at 630ched.com. Uh, there are people joking around with it as well. Mickey says, that is how you start a show when you climb to 29th in the standings. Yeah, you got to have some fun, man. you got to have some fun. And we are in the entertainment business, and uh, it was exciting. There's, I had guys text me from, there are, there are ex-Oiler players working in the media in various roles. I had players from other teams. I... Uh, I can't use all of the terms or all of the phrases or all of the words, but usually it's like holy and then, you know, another word that comes after holy that's often said, that kid is blank good. Uh, You know, stuff like that. Those are the sort of comments you get. It's exciting to watch. He could have had six or seven points last night for the Edmonton Oilers. There's no no question. So, uh, anyhow, we'll wait and see. Uh, Let's do this. Let's uh, bang off. By the way, were you telling me that uh, some of the fans are on Taylor Hall a bit today, too? Yeah, a couple of quick texts here, Bob. Uh, KW says, 
McDavid was incredible, as was his line, but it's very worrisome that the rest of the team can't seem to get anything going. Why can't Taylor Hall seem to raise his game up to compete with McDavid? Um, and then there was another one here from Ziggy Palfy saying, or he was asking if, uh, hold on, it refreshed here. Oh, do you think Hall got demoted because of his pouting and bad attitude that McDavid is the new guy in town? Is Edmonton big enough for two superstars? That's from Ziggy Palfy. Uh, I uh, knowing Taylor Hall uh, and the fact that he wanted uh, uh, Connor McDavid to uh, live with look, look, man, here's the deal: when, when the Oilers won the lottery, the players were stoked. They're jacked. They know how good this guy is. Nobody's petty or jealous. That's not how guys are, right? Think of your own work situation when you get a guy in that's really good and is going to make everybody else better. You're 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 pumped up about that man, you know. All right, uh, Brendan, I'm continuing to have problems. So you're going to have to keep us honest on the text messaging front. But let's go to NHL today. It's brought to you by Kentwood Ford. Kentwood Ford, the great Gretzky, Mike Gretzky. Uh, Ashley Roy and the gang over at Kentwood Ford with relationships with Oilers past like uh, Steve Smith and Mike Comrie and present like Taylor Hall and Neil Yakupov and Cam Talbot and the like. Uh, here is Brendan Ulrich. Seven games on tap tonight, Bob. Uh, let's start with the Flames who are in Arizona. What a game last night for Calgary after getting home from the Oiler game and then watching uh, the way that one ended and the Flames pulling it off, killing off a full five-on-three late in uh, the third. I'm not sure if you watched it, but what a performance I, I by Hiller. Oh, yeah. No, I saw – I was – I we did our post-game panel and then I was able to slide over and uh, you know, <laughs> it was a, it was a thrilling game, uh, and I'll give Calgary credit. I mean, they got up four nothing. Uh, the Sharks battled back hard, but the the Flames stayed in the fight and ultimately got the win. Kari Ramo placed on IR today. Uh, Hiller will start tonight in Arizona. Ordeo is up from the farm. The Flames are five points out of a wild card spot now. They're looking for their fourth straight win. Coyotes four points back. Uh, let's go to Montreal. They're in uh, Buffalo tonight. Talk today that Carey Price is uh, done for the regular season, but the Habs, the Habs uh, would not confirm that Michel Therrien denying the report. At this point, though, it's starting to look like uh, he may miss the rest of the season. Yeah, Oilers missed an opportunity to capitalize. Bad, uh, that that's that game bothers me the most of all the games on on the three losses on the road trip. Uh, Jeff Petrie also out tonight. The Habs have won three straight with Ben Scrivens and Goaler three points out of a wild card spot. Uh, the Kings are in New York to battle the Rangers. They lost a 5-2 in Brooklyn last night. Jonathan Quick expected to miss another start with an undisclosed injury. Rangers without Ryan McDonough and Rick Nash again tonight. Pittsburgh in Carolina. Carolina four points back of the Pens for the final wildcard spot. Justin Falk will be a game-time call for Carolina tonight. The Avalanche are in Detroit. A big win for the Avs last night in Ottawa. They currently hold down the top Western wildcard spot with 60 points. Nashville just behind them with 58 points. They have the second wildcard spot. They are in Tampa Bay tonight. Uh, the Preds are 6-4 and four in their last 10. Jason Garrison, as we talked about yesterday, out three to five weeks for Tampa Bay. Yeah, I can see Tampa Bay trying to get a, a veteran puck moving defenseman uh, for the playoff run here. The Blues get a big boost. Jaden Swartz is uh, back after missing 49 games with a fractured left ankle. That means the STL line is back together. And they're in uh, Florida tonight. Yeah, so uh, Steen, uh, Tarasenko, and Laterra back together for the uh, St. Louis Blues. Barkov remains out with the Panthers who have called up a uh, couple players from the farm. 
Uh, our condolences to uh, one of the real good guys in the business, a longtime broadcaster, current GM of the Florida Panthers, Dale Talon, on the passing of his mother. Uh, American Hockey League, the Bakersfield Condors, looking for their third straight week tonight in Ontario. My man Jack Cookson from Pro-Am Sports down there scouting for me. Uh, good to go. Uh, the Edmonton Oil Kings in action again, and we're going to have Brendan Baddock coming up at about 1.45 today. Uh, he is the captain of the team. The, they take on Lethbridge 2 o'clock tomorrow as part of a doubleheader here at Rexall Place. Lethbridge uh, Hurricanes, completely different team this year, scoring a ton. Should have got an Edmonton kid, Braden Burke, that's uh, having a huge year. Uh, so too is Giorgio Estevan out of the South Side Athletic Club. Uh, Maple Leafs uh, third-round pick Andrew Nielsen on the back end has also had a very good year for Lethbridge. Bob Torrey's Tri-City Americans roll into town for a game Monday. That game at 2 o'clock as well, and that's an Edgar's called a bobblehead night. And the Alberta Golden Bears, they swept number one ranked Saskatchewan last weekend. They jumped up to number five in the CIS rankings. They've got a home-and-home with Mount Royal. If they win those two games, they'll secure an opening round by the Huskies, by the way. have got home ice throughout the playoffs. The Bears, of course, the reigning two-time national champs. One more note quickly, Bob, uh, involving the Canucks, they announced that uh, Edler is now out six weeks and uh, Sutter out six to eight weeks, so a big blow to their playoff they, hopes. They've got a lot of loser points this year that have kept them in the playoff run. We are going to do this. Uh, we're going to go off to a 630 Chad news weather and traffic update with a guy that I used to uh, listen to at Claire Drake Arena back in the mid-1980s doing the public address, Randy Kilburn, and then Elliot Friedman will join us up next on Orders Now.